You're listening to episode 171 of the Fitz Pro podcast, and today is a part one of a two-part series of six experiences that changed the trajectory of my life. So it's a bit of a personal podcast series, if you will, um, but there are going to be tons of takeaways because if you have lived life at all or made decisions or had decisions kind of imposed upon you or situations that were uncontrollable imposed upon you, then you are going to relate to some piece of this podcast or I I certainly hope that you will. So without further ado, let's dive in. The Fitzpro podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs aka not your average fitspo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a fitspo. So we're going to go ahead and skip um, the sponsors and the show notes and links and all of the things that I normally share, like my workshop, all of those links are still in the show notes. So go to those, check them out. I do have a free workshop. I have freebies, Legion Athletics sponsors this podcast. So go to the show notes. If you want any of those links, those are still there, but I want to keep this podcast uh, short. And especially when I'm talking about personal stuff, I'm long winded. So let's go ahead and just get right into it. Sometimes I think that we have a tendency to think that we need some rock bottom or very large event to take place uh, in order to change the trajectory of our lives. But I would like to argue that that is rarely the case. Yes, a person can certainly have a near-death experience or some kind of uh, epiphany that happens. Absolutely. That has simply not been my personal experience. And I don't think that that is a realistic expectation for most human beings. So today's episode is about both decisions, like conscious decisions that I made, and also outside scenarios that lead to a large or small change to the path of my adult life. Uh, because we do, we have controllables and we have non-controllables, so we will definitely touch on both of those. Um, and that's a really important piece of this context is that I am referring in part one and part two. So episode 171 and episode 172 will both be in reference to my adult life. So after high school, when I feel I mostly had autonomy and control over the majority of my life choices. So I've organized these in chronological order for that reason. And to be fair, there is six of these, but I just thought of a prequel actually, of what I have listed here. So after graduating high school with honors in every freaking after school club you could think of, and being a three sport athlete, a three sport varsity athlete, I decided that I was going to take a semester off of school, because I hadn't fully decided on what I would go to college for. And even Annie at 18, it like made no sense to me to rack up debt until I knew what I was racking up that debt for. Like college didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, even as someone who, you know, was very scholastic in um, high school. I had no desire to leave home to have that like college experience that was not appealing to me. I had already begun coaching competitive cheerleading 
uh, in person locally. And I was happy with that. I was enjoying that. Um, I'm sure that these decisions made my mother like have a freaking heart attack inside. So fast forward, I enroll in our local community college here in Vancouver, Washington, in their fitness training associates program. I was pretty clearly deciding at this point, this was after that one semester off, um, I was deciding between fashion school, cosmetology, or being a trainer or something in the health and fitness world. And I landed on being a trainer, but I wanted to go to school. So just getting a certification was also not interesting to me. Like I actually wanted to learn uh, and further my education in this area. So decided to go for an associate's degree in their fitness training program. In my second to last semester at the community college, we had to interview someone who was doing what we wanted to do. So I knew of a local strength and conditioning coach who worked with a few MMA fighters in the UFC. He was willing to have me interview him. And he told me that I needed to get my CSCS. That was the first time I had ever heard of the CSCS. And certainly if I wanted to work in college athletics, because that was my desire at that time, I needed to get a four-year degree and my CSCS as like a bare minimum. So that very quickly changed the trajectory of my life because I stopped uh, within a week. I was shifting everything, researching exercise science, kinesiology, biomechanics programs at local universities, because it still was not a desire of mine to leave. So I was looking at online programs. I was looking at local schools, what they offered. Um, I found Concordia Portland and I met with their advisor and changed all of my current classes at the community college that I was attending to essentially set me up for an easy transition to Concordia's exercise and sports science program in the next year. So I did not finish my fitness training associates. I instead started taking all classes that would like make the most sense to get me set up to do the least amount of work at Concordia once I entered their exercise and sports science four-year program. All because of that one interview that I had when I was 19 years old. So thanks to him, thanks to that strength coach, I had a completely new route for my life, which very much, very, very much so led to the next five trajectories that took place. So number one, the real number one, is me declining to dream jobs. So fast forward to 2013-2014. I complete my exercise and sports science degree, I get my CSCS all to decide that I was not going to go into college strength and performance, which is what I had dedicated the last four years of my life to. You would think that decision alone was the life-changing decision, but it was the two decisions that came after that that really set up my new direction, that really changed the trajectory. So I interned at two different places, at University of Portland as a strength coach and as a physical at a physical therapy clinic um, that focused on the gap between physical therapy and return to sports. So it was a performance-based clinic uh, that kind of filled that gap because as most of us know, if you've ever had an injury, you get cleared from physical therapy, but that does not by any means mean that you are actually ready to return to sport. So that is what this PT clinic did. I had had a lot 
a lot of injuries. I've discussed this on other podcasts before, and I was always fascinated by the PT world. I used to joke with the PTs at this clinic that, you know, I wanted to or wish that I could essentially get the education of a physical therapist, but use it to train normal people, which didn't make sense financially. So I didn't do that. Uh, But that was really like something that I was intrigued by. And to be honest, I didn't actually love my internship experience at the PT clinic, but I did love and very much so support the owner of the clinic. Um, And after my internship, I was offered the job at this clinic of my supervisor, which never really sat right with me because I was fairly sure he was unaware of this, that my supervisor was unaware of this, though I I was not a fan of him at all. <laughs> um, so side note, another mentor told me while I was interning at this PT clinic that I should take this experience as an opportunity to learn what I don't like, what I won't do, what doesn't make sense to me, what am I not for? So that was kind of like what I was racking up uh, in this experience at this PT clinic that, you know, I didn't love my experience there. So the pay for this job was good. It was great. It was, it would have been an amazing job right out of college, but it was also an hour commute and the hours were absolute shit, absolute shit. And my gut just said, no, it just did not feel right to me. Um, even though like on paper, it looked, it looked like an amazing job for a student to get right out of college. I would have been the head strength and conditioning coordinator for this PT clinic. Um, I applied for a personal training gym locally. So denied that job, said no, thank you um, to the PT clinic. I applied for a personal training gym locally but they required you, yes, this is, I, I want you to understand this is how petty I am. This is why I did not want to work at this gym. They required you to fill in with group class coaching. And I cannot put into words how much I hate every ounce of that with all that is me, with my entire being. So I got offered that job as well. I was actually told at that job that I was far overqualified and they would love to hire me. And I just said no, because again, my gut just was like, this ain't it. This is not it. Uh, And perhaps that sounds super outrageous for someone who is fresh out of college. Like, why would I not take any of these opportunities? But another, I guess, side piece of this is that I was already training people in person Uh, through the competitive cheer gym that I was coaching at. So I was not completely without work. I was already training people and generating revenue myself with my certification. So it took a bit, but in 2015, remember all of that was 2013, 2014. In 2015, I decided to start my business after kind of weighing all these options and being like, wow, I clearly detest the idea of working for someone else I need to just work for myself. Um, I got business cards made. I got flyers made. I put them in local businesses, like old school marketing, right? The whole nine yards. It was in-person and online training. It was called Fit Designed by Annie. And I had not a single inkling of a clue what I was doing, but I knew I wasn't doing something that I hated. And that was all I needed. 
that was it. I was like, when I compare the lack of knowledge I have in business to how much I would hate working at these other places, this is fine. I'm willing to figure this out. So that whole scenario is number one. Denying those two job positions led to me starting my business in 2015. That was a huge trajectory change in my life. Number two is my friend, um, my colleague, my photographer and videographer. You guys may know her, you may not. She is Paige Major Creative on Instagram. Her name is Paige. She sent me Hillary Rushford's Instagram with intention course. And I LOL because... 2015 was rough. You guys, it was a rough year. I had started an Instagram when I started my business. And to say it wasn't going great is like a really big understatement. Uh, Like I mentioned, I figured out very quickly in starting my business that I did not know what the fuck I was doing. And I probably needed help and that was probably going to cost me money. Um, so I call this moment, I refer to this moment as my not your father's root beer kitchen counter breakdown. Because I was so deep in renovating the kitchen of the duplex that we were renting, which was, of course, uh, you know, reimbursed by the landlord, all that. Uh, and I was drinking a not your father's root beer, my third one of the afternoon, crying because I was very close to reaching my threshold. I decided to start my business, to work for myself, and what I was trying wasn't working, and I didn't know what to do. And especially for my personality, that's I really don't like that. And in-person was working, it was going great. I was building an uh, in-person clientele, that was fine online was like learning a new language. It really was. Um, And in this moment of essentially feeling lost is what that would be like without direction, lost, maybe a little hopeless. I get a text from Paige and she sends me a link to Hillary Rushford's Instagram with intention course because Paige knew that I was trying to use Instagram to grow my business. It was 297 or 279, 197, something like that in that range. I don't remember, but I remember not having the money and buying it anyway, because I freaking needed help. I needed something. So I was willing and I was willing to do the work. Like I knew that if I did buy something, I was going to put in the work to make it hopefully happen. I trusted myself at least to do that. So that course led to clarity and also to purchasing a year later, B-School with Marie Forleo in March 2016. Those two women and those two terrifying investments are why, are solely why I survived my first year and a half of entrepreneurship and didn't give up. It is frankly how I kept going. So when people now purchase my Instagram 101 or they purchase my Fitzbro Foundation courses or they buy a power hour, I know literally firsthand how that can feel. What experiences got a person to the point of purchasing my courses? I have literally been at that deep end that people may be in when they are purchasing from me. So we are going to hit pause here Um, before diving into kind of the next seasons 
of life and entrepreneurship, of how full-time world travels came about. Maybe you started following me pre-world travels or post-world travels. Regardless, you're getting the behind the scenes in those that next episode, uh, 172, of the paths that led me to what you are listening to today. So I hope this is fun for you. Um, This was a really fun exercise for me to complete personally. If you haven't reflected on life trajectory changing decisions that you've made or scenarios, I encourage you to give it a go because you have them. Um, There are many paths that we can take in life, but I think it's really cool to unpack the one that we're on, which, which paths we've chosen and why we've ended up where we are. And, you know, maybe this leads to another change for you. Who knows? I don't know. Tune in next week for World Travels 2021, land, house, pregnancy, all the things. Um, If you did love this episode or you find value here and you would like to support me, you would like to help other people find the Fitzboro podcast, go ahead and leave a written review wherever you can. Give the show five stars. If you are not on my main mailing list, you are missing out on podcast listener discounts that are exclusive to my mailing list. So go to anniemiller.co slash news. You can choose Annie's Weekly Wisdom, which is a weekly email, or Annie's Daily Dose, your choice. You could join both. Up to you. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro Podcast.